Welcome to the Ausgel Podcast, where we bring the gel ball community together. Each week, we have a special guest where we talk about what's new in the world of gel ball, be it milsim, speedball, and everything in between. Now, welcome to our host. Hi, I'm Dan from Ausgel. I'm Cameron from the Gel Sport Referee Collective. And today, we're going to have a chat with the leader of a new Illuminati in gel ball. Confirmed. All right, Cam, as always, mate, pleasure to have you here. Thanks very much for making the trip up. Pleasure to be here. Um, mate, so, GRC, Gel Sport Referee Collective. Yes. Tell us a bit about it. So, I originally, um, I was doing work with the Australian Gel Ball League, so Damo yep. Guy from CQ Blasters bought hey, their... Hey, um, They bought their format down to southeast Queensland. They mm-hmm. ran a couple of battle royales, and they wanted to run nationals where they invited teams from... Interstate. Yeah. Um, essentially, one of the trends that I noticed was that players didn't like refing. Yeah. Um, and also players didn't like being refed by other players, especially yeah. players from that tournament. And so when it came to nationals, um, we organised a group of guys who don't compete. Some guys play gel ball. Some guys don't even play gel ball, but they have experience with refereeing sports. They have experience yep. with... Um, dealing with conflict resolution and stuff like that. And I thought, yeah, you know, perfect. Let's teach them a little bit about the game and bring them in. Um, and it just started as the ref team for the AGBL Nationals. And um, since then, as a group, we've sort of taken that format to other places as well. So we've gone and we've done the Tactical Edge uh, Gel Soft Australia's yep. 3v3 Speed Brawl competition, which, um, to be honest, is actually one of my favourite ones to ref. Um, and, you know, we've taken it to um, over to Gel City where some of our refs were involved with the finals of the Australian Speedball yeah. League over there as well. Um, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a little bit different to what people expect from us, um, if I'm being completely honest. Yep. Um, most people expect what they see in paintball. They expect what they see in airsoft and they want referees hovering over people and stuff yep. like that. And one of the big things that we noticed was well, something that I hate as a player is having a referee hovering over me, sweating on me. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, Unless they're really attractive, of course. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's 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 for after the comp. Uh, <laughs> so, but um, essentially, um, between myself and, and, and the reason that we called it a collective is that it's not just me saying, oh, I, I, I'm running this show, do this. The, the collective is, the idea is that there's a group of us who have... Um, you know, cumulatively, we have years of experience yep. between us. So we actually developed our refereeing system amongst ourselves. It was actually a group collaboration. Um, we all built this together. Mm. So the system that we use for refing is is very different to what other people expect. Um, quite often, we've been told that our refs aren't doing anything, and I can tell you one hundred percent that they are. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I noticed as a solo referee doing casual gameplay was that if a player can see you, there's a good chance they're watching you to see what you're watching to see where the other player is. Mm. And so you kind of, in in order to not give away that player's position, it's a lot easier to watch from the corner of your eye. Put on some poker glasses or something like Pretty that. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basic, basically yep. something very similar to that principle. And um, because I've seen mm. so many comps... Um, and I've seen so many games where players have been given away by a referee. Yeah. 
um, and, and not deliberately, not accidentally, you know. And so um, we decided to develop the system around being as non-invasive to the players on the yeah. field as possible while still being as fair and maintaining the integrity it's, of the game. It's good that you're thinking about that sort of thing as yeah. well, especially as the industry's maturing and the sport's mm. maturing because, um, you know, chatting to a lot of uh, competitive paintball players, I know that one of the things they say is um, – even though everyone wants to have the image of appearing as being honourable on the field, if a team has the opportunity to exploit a rule or cheat or do something that they know they can get away with and it's going to give their team an advantage, they're going to do it. Absolutely. Um, And that is a competitive mindset and that is something that we understand and it's not something that we necessarily target certain players or teams for, but it is something that we watch out for quite a bit. So... Um, we may penalise a team on something and I can guarantee you that we'll get at least two more complaints about mm. the same thing that they were penalised on. Um, I've had it a couple of occasions where I've actually turned around to players who've made a complaint and said, yeah. you're pretty much just writing the coattails of another penalty. Yep. I can tell you right now, I've got it on video that they haven't done what you're claiming. So, yep. you know, let's just move on and keep playing and... And 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 it is it's it's and it's fair enough. It is a tactical thing for that team to do. It is something that they want to do um, in order to gain themselves the advantage. But um, at the end of the day, my my take on the game and and a lot of my a lot of the guys in the collective share the same view is that the the integrity of the game stands above any integrity of any player, any referee. Um, we consider ourselves just as accountable mm-hmm. as as. Other as the players that we referee, if not more, um, yeah. because at the end of the game, our calls are the ones that affect the outcome of the game. Mm. Um, and, and when you've got big prize money in some of these competitions now, mm. um, yeah, I, I'd imagine the players can get quite emotional. The competition gets fierce, and people yep. get really emotional. They get really there's there's a lot of beef that happens on field, and then they go they, they get over it off field. Yeah. But when they're on the field, like it is just. They're into each other. Oh, it's, it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But um, yeah. we understand that that's part of competition. That's just well, what it is. Let's come back to the GRC then. Yeah. So you know, from what I can see, you know, it's it's a body of people who have come together to referee events. Yep. So how does it work? Are, are you sort of only refereeing just a couple of fields, or are you open to refereeing at other fields, or can people hire you? How does this work? So we, people can hire us. Yep. Um, we have done work with um, various fields. We do have sort of mm. regular jobs locked in. Sure. Um, we are we are completely open for hire. If people want to hire us, they can, or they just want to hire a couple of us to supplement their referee team. Yep. So we can either supplement existing referee teams uh, for competitions that are missing referees. Yeah. Um, we can come in, we can run the floor for people. So one of the big things that we noticed was um, there's a big trend in the community of, um, oh, those people, that particular brand owns that field and they have a sponsored team and their mm. sponsored team won the competition and yep. they've been refereed by that person's staff. It doesn't matter how fair that team won that game, mm. it was corrupt. So yep. we, we, we kind of offer the players the peace of mind that that's not going to happen and yep. we also offer the people who run the competition mm. the peace of mind that, I'll DQ my own grandma. I don't care. Like, there's, I'd there's, like to see that. There's no. Oh, I'll I'll do it, Grand. You better look out. Um, there's 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 not there's nothing because like you were saying before with yeah. the legitimacy of the sport and stuff like that. Um, 
people want to see more professional things. And that's one of the things that we want to push because we also know that, um, you know, the Milsim stuff is great fun. Yeah. Speedball's not my thing. I don't like playing speedball. Like midnight bushball. You like dressing up to play speedball though. Oh, yeah. I remember those videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's probably more of them to come if I get some time. <laughs> um, but as like Milsim's fine. That stuff all has its place. But to say that we can have we have this many leagues with with designated rule sets, um, the rules are, are, are followed to the letter. Everything is very professional, very organised. Mm. It gives the sport legitimacy, and I think that one of the things that is extremely lacking in that is the existence of professional officials to run yep. these events. Um, and 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 that's not me taking a poke at anybody yeah. at all whatsoever. It's just I, it's just a gap that I see that needs to be filled, um, and I think that it would go a long way in helping um, the sport to sort of maintain yeah. and grow legitimacy across across the oh, definitely uh, the nation. So so the um, the next AGBL, I think. Damo had mentioned something about next year sometime. Yes. Are, are you guys going to be supporting that one? We are going to be yep. running that one. So Excellent. We actually Fantastic. we volunteer our time for that one. Yeah. Um, we don't get we don't get paid for that gig. That's awesome. Um, and that's simply because that money goes to wounded heroes. Yeah. Um, I've got guys who who will only ref that event. They don't care yep. about refing at all. But because they know that there is a donation that goes to wounded heroes, they will completely clear their calendar and make sure that they're free on yep. that day to do it. So it's, it's it's one of the things I like. Um, you know, especially with that event and and what you guys are doing with the uh, uh, GSA and the Australian Speedball League at Gel City. Um, I think it's good to have that um, relative anonymity with the refs, yep. like they're, where they're not involved. Yep. Um, I, I sort of see how it works in, in regional areas. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's a lot of players that complain when, you know, it's it's the same home team winning every single event. You know, and look, it, it may be legitimate wins, yep. not saying that they're cheating or anything yep. like that, yep. but, you know, from... from um, the perspective of people trying to get into the hobby if they turn up to a field and all they're seeing is the field team winning, yep. they're probably not going to stick around for too long, you yep. know. But um, one of the things I like about what things like, you know, the AGBL, GSA and the Australian Speedball League all offer is um, the capacity for players to turn up, play in an event where the referees aren't competing themselves. Yep. Yeah, so that's yep. that's really good. So um, we have had one of our referees has joined a competitive team, yeah. um, and he did re- he did recently join us um, at ASL. They haven't. Did you sack him? I'm going to. <laughs> he already knows he's getting sacked. I've already spoken to him about it. He knows. There you uh, go watch this space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, brother. Um, no, no. So he he knows that yep. he knows that he can no longer referee, and he's yeah. okay with that. He he knows that he had a choice between being a referee and being yep. a competitive player. Um, and he's chosen to be a competitive player, and oh, good best of luck to him, you know. And, yeah. and and um, so as far as like that, that and and stuff can get personal with what you were saying about yeah. seeing certain teams win all the time. Yeah. And um, I, I'm the sort of person that can sort of switch on and switch off certain things. Yeah. Like um, I often surprise people when they show up at competitions because they see me on the internet and they yeah. see me talking smack the way that yeah. I do because um, I like to stir the pot. But as soon as I step in foot. As soon as I step my foot in that arena, I'm all business. Like yeah. I, I, I'm not interested in like yeah, I might have the odd couple of jokes, but I'm not yeah. interested in playing grab ass when there is you know the integrity of the rule set, the sport, the players, everything is on the line. I'm all business. I'm not going to yeah. mess around with that because that's more important to me than giving people a couple, a couple. Because without laughs. that integrity, um, obviously GRC. 
Um, well, that's just it. Yeah. And that's just it. Like, if, if, if I was ever to have an event organiser tell me that they weren't happy with the job that we that we did, yeah. um, it, like, I would I would gladly finish the day out as, mm. as they wished and I would basically tell them to not pay us. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that sounds really silly from, from a business standpoint. New business tactic for anyone looking yep. to hire these guys. Just yep. remember, at the end, tell, tell them, them they we, did a bad job. Tell us we did a bad job yep. and um, show us on video that we did a bad job. <laughs> um, we did get challenged on that once yeah. actually we got challenged on that once we got told that we weren't doing a very good job and I said mm. well, um, I said there's an appeals process and you yep. know bring us bring us some footage Yeah. and uh, next thing I noticed is that from pretty much every single angle that any spectator could stand in there was a bunch mm. of phones pointing at us Yeah. Uh, and not a single piece of footage came forward so mm. um, and, and that's just I think due to simply not understanding the system that we use yep. compared to the system that they're used to um, so I'm not knocking anybody else's system. Everybody has their own system. Mm. We found that if we're standing behind the player and to the side, it yep. gives us more situational awareness of what's happening on the field. Yep. I can tell that there's three streams of fire coming towards my player. I can see where they're coming from. I know where that player is potentially going to get hit from. I'm more likely to catch that hit. Yep. If I'm standing side on to a player, I'm not going to catch that. They're not BBs. They don't make... They don't make a big thwack noise. Yeah. They're definitely not paintballs. Um, and they're definitely not hardened bloody glow gels. I was just about to say yeah. that. Actually, I was just about to say <laughs> that. He can make he can make glow in the dark <clears throat> dice, but he can't make a glow in the dark gel. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just basically it's it's just a case of of um, we've developed these this system to be as minimally invasive. We don't want to give away the player. We'll be watching them from the corner of our eye. We will shift if needed so that we do have an angle on that player at all times. Yep. Um, and we communicate. People don't know it, but we communicate. We actually have radios and stuff, and we are talking to each other. Fancy. Using hand signals, and everyone just kind of goes, you're standing around doing nothing. I'm like, well, if you watch the footage, you can actually see, if you ignore the players and watch the refs, you can actually see that we are actually working. Mm. Um, and by the end of the day, it... Um, we're exhausted by the end of the day. It's quite actually mentally taxing to, yeah. to, to be watching the player and not the game. And I'd imagine, you, you know, that the GRC, you're not going to become overnight millionaires. Um, oh, no, no, so, this, this does mean, not pay the bills. Yeah. It does not pay the bills. And that's one thing that I it, – it's a point that I think is really important to reinforce yeah. is yeah. Um, that even though you guys might be getting paid, yeah. um, you know, you're not getting paid to the point where it's going to influence, you know, oh, no. any results. No, so, no, yeah. no, 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 not – Whatsoever, so um, yeah, yeah. There is there is an asking price that we do have. Some some new competitions that we'll go into, we may be willing to work with their price and then negotiate with them later for our own price. Ten thousand dollars per game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want your team to win, not, it's not really. five. No, I'm joking. Um, uh, yeah. So we're not yeah. we, we we don't we don't ask a great deal. However, um, it you know the the asking price that we ask for is actually based on award rate, yep. uh, a award rate. Yep. Rather, um, so um, we try and keep it. I, I, I want, I, I want us to be able to say, okay, did a good day's work. I got paid a fair amount for yep. it. Um, depending on the competition, obviously, like, like I said, AGBL will volunteer our time for wounded heroes. But um, you know, if if players want to see more professional refereeing on the field, they don't want to referee themselves they're going to have to be willing to pay a little bit extra on top if needed mm. to pay the referees. Um, Speaking of which, you mentioned there um, Wounded Heroes. Now, I, look, I, I don't want to get too far into the controversy of, 
rumours. We, yeah. we all know that there's currently rumours circulating around separations and stuff yeah. down there. However, the part that I'm mostly concerned with is what does that mean for the future of the AGBL? AGBL will be continuing at Wounded Heroes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we will be continuing to hire this base. Yeah, excellent. Um, although, yeah, like I said, that like you said, there has been controversy and you know we don't need to yeah. really get into that whatsoever. Yeah. But yes, AGBL will continue on that field. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's good. That's a good bottom line. Yeah, so yeah. it's easy, easy to follow. No, ha- no direction changes there. Just... Yep. We'll see you guys in April. So excellent. Looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, can teams and uh, sponsors and anyone else bring marquees and stuff? Do you, do you know I, that much I, yet? I, I would assume so, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know the details. There's been a bit yeah. of a shift in their staff, so we need to sure. just um, we need to sort of establish a new baseline with them. Yep. Um, so me and Damo have been talking over the last couple of weeks about that. So that's, cool. That'll be right. something that sort of information will be released about AGBL as we go. Excellent. Looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, um, look, we'll, we'll start to wrap it up there. But yep. before we do, is there anything you want to tell the players and the people that might be watching or listening? Um, basically, I think the, 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 the biggest thing is that um, I don't care who you are, who you're sponsored by, um, who you play for. None of the referees care. We care more about the integrity of the game. We're watching the player, not the game. Um, you can be my best mate. I'll throw a red card at you. Uh, you can be someone that I don't like personally, and I will gladly referee your team to a victory, provided you play fair, uh, you play honestly, and you play well. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to walk home with any kind of gold medal, you are going to have to earn it, one hundred percent. You know, we don't cut corners on that stuff. We make sure that we are down the line. We do have appeals process. We do look at footage. We do reverse. We do reverse decisions. We know that we're not perfect. We are human. We miss some decisions. We've had to reverse a couple of calls. It happens at least once a tournament. I can guarantee it. Um, if we could fix that, that'd be great. But we're continually improving our system based on the feedback we get from players. So, um, if you think we suck, let us know. Oh, that's all reassuring to hear. And and what's what's the next tournament on the cards for you guys? Is the uh, Tackage Speed Brawl three v three on the twenty first of November down at um, I think it's Link Drive in Yatla. So it's Gelsoft G- Australia. Gelsoft yep. Australia indoor. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, uh, mate, thanks very much for joining us. Um, really appreciate you coming up once again. Um, can you please tell our listeners and viewers how they can find out more about the GRC and Kamikaze? Oh, so Kamikaze, you can find easily on anything just look for the guy that just talks smack um so you can find kamikaze on youtube instagram facebook currently grc has a very small social presence you will find us on facebook you will find us on instagram um there is also a phone number there as well so if you want to contact us uh regarding anything uh we're happy to ref you know tournaments casual games whatever um find that phone number give us a call and yeah go from there Awesome. Thanks, mate. And as always, I'm Dan from Ausgel. You can find Ausgel at www.ausgel.com.au across all the socials as Ausgel and at Ausgel Ammo on Instagram. Thanks very much for watching, guys. See you later. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. It means a lot to us. If you enjoyed today's podcast, leave a comment or review below and hit the follow or subscribe button. If you have any questions or want to be part of a future episode or even want to know more about Ausgel, head to ausgel.com.au to get in touch.